Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the fifth day of March. Thank you for joining me. Fifth day of March means uh, it's time to wish my parents a happy anniversary. They were married on this date in 1976, and I just want to send a happy anniversary out to mom and dad. They listen to the podcast, and uh, I hope that they have a great day with one another. Uh, They are an inspiration, the inspiration in the way that they love one another, the way that they communicate their faithfulness, their loyalty, um, their commitment to the cause of the gospel has been uh, probably one of the greatest influences of my adult life to see a marriage so committed to one another, to raising its kids, and but also to um, being faithful to the call. They both embrace that call for most of their lives. And so I want to honor them today and hope that they have a fantastic day. Today we are proceeding into the final story of Mark 4. If you break these chapters down into stories, and that's oftentimes the way to that's that's the way to help you memorize, uh, in my my opinion, help you memorize what's each chapter contains, kind of break it down into stories. Like for instance, chapter five is really just two stories back to back. For the most part, it's it's One's a boy, one's a girl. It's the, the Gadarene demoniac, a young man, and then uh, Jairus' daughter, a young girl. Uh, and so chapter 5 then becomes this, in a way, it becomes this look at how we, maybe how we treat gender. And I don't mean gender as a sexual uh, definition, but how we treat boys versus how we treat girls. And so we get into that in Mark 5. That's a little preview. Um, well, well, you can do that with, with other chapters. Not quite so easy because some of them contain a lot, but um, one of my formative disciplines in trying to learn the Bible, particularly the Gospels, was to go through each Gospel and try and have a highlight story from the chapters so that I could find it. And it's served me well preaching over the years. It served me well in question and answer time. I don't have a, any kind of system, really. Um, but one of the places that might help you is something like this story of Jesus crossing the sea with the disciples. Uh, it closes the fourth chapter of Mark. All that was just uh, Bible study techniques. I don't know if, if it meant anything to you. Here, here's what I'm planning to do. Over the next few days, we're going to deal with verses 35 to 41. And I say a few days because I personally think there's an enormous amount of good teaching material in the story of crossing the Sea of Galilee. This is the story where the winds and the waves obey Jesus. And I don't see any reason to just hammer through really fast and only highlight a couple thoughts when we could just take our time and really look at it. So I just want to deal with one verse today. And that's Mark chapter 4, verse 35. On the same day when evening had come, He said to them, let us cross over to the other side. On the same day is Mark's narrative device to tell you that whatever just transpired, this is the end of that day. And and what we know has transpired is the parable of the sower. Jesus was sitting on a boat facing the beach and he gave them the parable of the sower and then He explained to his disciples when they were alone. So at the end of the day of teaching, they go somewhere, probably sitting on the deck of his boat, 
and he teaches them individually what the parable of the sower meant. That takes up the body of the fourth chapter. He throws in a couple of quick little parables about the kingdom, which, as you've learned the last couple of days, are really parables about himself. And then when the sun goes down, he says, let's cross over to the other side. So we're to assume he's probably still setting in the same boat that he started the fourth chapter of Mark. And Mark felt like this was one of those red-letter days in the life of Jesus where it's important to give the entire context. We know Jesus surely did more than give the parable of the sower that day, but it was a big enough moment with its subsequent commentary that Mark wanted to throw it in. Now, what will happen from here is we'll cross over the sea to the Gadarenes. That takes up half of chapter 5. And then he goes back to, or he crosses another, he crosses the sea again, lands at another port, and has Jairus' daughter. And we don't know if Mark's trying to give you exact chronological ordering, but it seems like he is here for a little while, trying to show you sort of a day in the life of Jesus. So the sun goes down. That's almost always an allegory for not, not just that the day ended, but that we've entered a season of darkness. We've entered, and darkness is usually associated with anxiety, oppression, and death. And so when we enter into the evening, we have Jesus saying, let us cross over to the other side. There's supposed to be a sense of foreboding because if, if let's say for instance, the story was the other way and it said, As the sun came up, Jesus said, let's go over to the other side. It would be as if the narrator were saying to you, everyone was excited about the trip. The sun had come up. Let's go to the other side. But when you precede the trip with the evening had come, you're giving a a, a hint to the audience that people in the boat aren't excited about the trip. There's something Foreboding. Now, what might be foreboding is where they're going because the other side of the sea is the country of the Gadarenes. And I'm not going to dig into that yet because that's how chapter 5 opens and we'll save it. But suffice to say, it's not a place they're used to running around and it's a place that probably makes them nervous. And the fact that Jesus wants to go there on the backside of four chapters in which he looks a little chaotic and maybe even crazy this trip to the gatherings could prove his detractors right. That maybe he is crazy. Why are we going over here? And so there's a darkness that comes over. It's a little bit like when Jesus shares the Last Supper and he hands, he looks at Judas and he says, go do what it is you're going to do. And John says, Judas went out and it was night. It was night means darkness. And I don't just mean physically. There's dark events. Let us cross over to the other side is the great command. Jesus tells them, let's do this. Here's my thought to you, and this is what I want you to think about for today. If Jesus told them, let's go to the other side, faith would say, we're going to make it to the other side because Jesus isn't going to take us into the middle of the storm and we're going to die. We need to learn that if God says to us, there is something to do, Doing it is the safest place we can be. Go to the other side. You might go into a hurricane, but you're better off going into the hurricane with Jesus than avoiding the hurricane without him. 
I don't know what he's telling you to do today, but if he said, let us go, you're going to be okay. We're going to go across the sea over the next few days. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.